Grace. G Robs underscore Boston on Twitter. My lovely friend is here. What's up, guys? It's Lauren, Boss Bruins HC. I like having my name on the uh the little thing here so i don't oh yeah we, my Twitter handle is. yeah y'all can't see it but we have our names because when we went on the podcast uh we want to puck off with chris nosek we he sometimes uploads this to youtube his videos like y'all aren't looking at us you don't see us right now anyway um sorry periodically funny. thank you periodically you'll hear me mute or cough or blow my nose because I am still recovering from a terrible case of the flu if you all weren't following on Twitter as it was happening. That's why I also kind of sound a little funky because I'm still stuffed up. But we do have some news that we will share at the end of the pod. For now, we're going to talk about <laughs> something that sucks, something that's gross, icky, and I Wish that I could say it's the last time we're going to have to talk about it, but it's not. It will keep coming up. It will keep being a problem. Um, for those of you who want to skip ahead, um, I'll, you know, I, I can't tell you right now how long this conversation is going to go, um, but maybe go 15 minutes ahead, see where we're at, go forward a little bit more. Um, when I tweet it, from the account, I can just say what skip over if you're somebody who is not wanting to listen to us talk about the world junior stuff. Um, but basically, since the last time we spoke, um, the I'm pretty sure I don't even know if they had said that they were um, asking the five players to surrender yet. I don't think they had, but for those of you who haven't been paying attention or you're not on Twitter or you're just not keeping up with things, um, the Canadian police announced that it was asking five players to surrender to Canadian authorities uh, in Ontario <clears throat> for their involvement in a sexual assault that occurred in 2018 against an anonymous victim um, who has continued to pursue justice under the legal system uh, ended up a settlement in a civil case with Hockey Canada, who had covered it up, um, and now is pursuing it criminally. At any rate, they announced they were going to have five players. There would be five players. They were they were asking to surrender um, to authorities, and within 24 hours on both ends of that announcement, so 24 hours before to 24 hours after, in that 48-hour span, we saw four players from the NHL take um leaves of absence and one player in who's playing in Switzerland at the time or currently was um also took a leave of absence from his team and they just so happened to be five players who were on the 2018 World Juniors team so people were putting the pieces together it wasn't confirmed until earlier today but those are the five players um it's Cal Foot who played for the New Jersey Devils Michael McLeod, who plays for the New Jersey Devils. Um, Alex Formenton, who's the one who plays in Switzerland. Carter, Carter Hart for the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, Dylan Dubay for the Calgary Flames, who was the captain of the team when it happened. Um, so uh, the charges were uh, uncovered today. They're simple counts of sexual assault against the 
five players and then an additional charge for Michael McLeod um, for being a party to uh, sexual assault. I was telling Lauren, you know, in my law school databases, I don't have access to Canadian legal treatises. Like I, I can't tell you why they have chosen that additional thing. I've seen speculation on Twitter that I just don't think is accurate from people who aren't in law school or lawyers. And so I, I'm not going to report anything that they're saying because I don't think that they're true. Um, but for whatever reason, they've added this additional charge for Michael McLeod. Um, so Lauren, thoughts off the bat about the situation. This sucks. This is awful. Like, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like I've talked about this to so many people in the past few weeks. And it's like, I don't want to sound like a broken record all the time, but it's just like, how fucked up is this sport at some points? Like, like how, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say at, at this point. It's just fucking ridiculous that these assholes have been able to continue doing what they love to do and what they're paid to do for years knowing what they have quote-unquote allegedly done because I got absolutely shit on uh for saying uh because I I remember when I said to um Nosek on his podcast I was like if Dubay was involved and he oh yeah we'll said talk that about he took a too, yeah. he took a leave of absence for mental health reasons um if he's involved like fuck him i basically right. tweeted that and then i got shit on um by some but well not by most people most people agreed with me the right. ones who shit on me were the ones with no profile picture yeah two followers one of them being a bot um, right you know the classic so I yeah, it was just the situation. Just it just just sucks. Yeah, and I'll reiterate what I said. Um, I mean, those of you know, you all know that I'm a law student. I've studied criminal law. Um, uh, studied American criminal law. Um, that said, no matter where you are, the criminal justice system requires a very high burden of proof in order for individuals to be found guilty. It's not like a civil case where you just need it to be slightly more likely than not that this occurred. It has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. And I don't know what they call it in Canada. Probably they don't use the reasonable doubt standard. They might use something else. But the point is that it's still a very high bar that basically actuates the belief of innocent until proven guilty. And that's what I've seen a lot of people throwing out and regurgitating. And I hate when people weaponize legal phrases in general, but especially about something like this for two reasons. The first one being what I said on, on Chris's pod, which is that if you look at this objectively, I don't care if you're a person who's in law or not. It's been six years since this happened. The individual who survived this attack was intoxicated, admittedly, at the time that it happened. Those two things will 
in almost every, I would almost say in every case, even against a normal defendant, a regular run-of-the-mill guy who's not a professional athlete, that would destroy a case. You would never even see charges brought. It, it's, it's, it just wouldn't happen. I mean, this is six years out. The, the circumstances are what they are. I'm looking at this. They're bringing these charges because they have an incredible case. The fact that these charges have even been laid to me, that's enough. So this, that leads me to the second thing that I wanted to say, which is that this innocent until proven guilty thing that people keep throwing out. I said it on Twitter and I'll say it here. This is not a court of law. This is the court of public opinion. You're not innocent until proven guilty out here. You're innocent until there is egregious circumstances which lead people to conclude that you are guilty. And I see those here. I don't care. Again, and I, I've said it, you know, and I think it bears repeating that people you know who have survived terrible acts or sexual violence, myself included, most of them, unfortunately, are never going to see their perpetrator prosecuted. Just, it's not going to happen for any bevy of reasons. But those people who did it, those perpetrators, they are not innocent just because they haven't been held responsible in a court of law. They are not innocent. They did do this. Just because a judge doesn't say you're guilty or a jury doesn't say you're guilty does not mean that something didn't happen. And I have watched and seen so many cases that we've studied in school that I've seen happen in the world around me are reflective of the fact that a lot of guilty people do not see justice. And so I don't care if you want to throw out the innocent until proven guilty thing because it doesn't matter to me. I don't care what happens in this case. Well, I mean, I care in the sense that I want these people to be held responsible for the things that they did, but it doesn't change that I know that it happened. And I, I don't know what happened exactly, but it happened. And and I just, I don't care about your innocent until proven guilty. I don't care about your, what if she's lying? We do so much more harm by believing perpetrators over victims really in any crime, but especially in cases of sexual violence, we do so much more harm believing the perpetrator and being wrong about that than we do believing the victim and ending up being wrong about it. So it's stupid, and I want to talk about the, the Dylan Dubay thing in particular, but Lauren, do you have any final thoughts on this fucking bullshit that is happening? Sorry, I rambled. Um, no, it's fine. It was all uh, the words that I would like to put together in a good sentence, but I don't have the capabilities to. Um, <laughs> Someone argue I don't either, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> you got the law stuff. I got the eye stuff. Um, no, I think you said most of my thoughts, to be honest, and... The, the thing about, like, a public opinion, like, it does not, like, I'm not sitting on a jury, right? Like, I'm looking at this objectively as someone who has lived through the hockey culture, because that's been a big part of this, is everybody's talking about the culture that we've grown up with. I've played men's hockey. 
I played boys hockey growing up. Like, there is an issue with the culture. And I am happy to see that people are looking at how people are raised with the game of hockey and thinking of it like, oh, maybe we need to reevaluate how these kids grow up or maybe we need to look from the top down, something like that. But we've seen so many things before this or before this news breaking that really should have made people look at the game of hockey and be like, hey, maybe this isn't crafting the best individuals out there. Um, But my hope is that the unfortunate situation and this case leads to some kind of pushback from youth leagues. And even if we're going to look up and see GMs of teams or, I don't know, the captains of teams just involving some sort of awareness in the tough stuff that most teams don't want to talk about. Um, It's so important. And like we, I grew up with that stuff. Like, I don't know if it's a girls versus guys hockey thing, but I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the culture is a lot different in women's hockey. Um, But maybe it's all about experience too. I don't know. I just wish that this wouldn't take so long because they also said that there wouldn't be a trial until like 2026. Yeah, which is, you know, that's honestly probably quicker than it would happen in America, if I'm being honest. Yeah, um, it is. And at the same time, you know, most cases do not go to trial. Mm-hmm. I don't know the evaluation that the lawyers for the five perpetrators, um, I don't know what sort of time they've spent with the facts of the case and the things that were you know found in the investigation i know they've all said that they are going to plead not guilty but i mean you hear that from pretty much every they always start by pleading not guilty you know when you're arraigned you plead not guilty because you can always change it but you can't go the other way you know what i mean you can't go guilty and then Mm -hmm. not guilty um by the way none of this is legal advice for legal purposes none of this is legal advice don't listen to me um i'm a fucking idiot um but so you know, do I think that maybe, uh, you know, it, it could change that given the evidence, they might say, I don't want to take this to trial. I want to take a plea deal. You know, like this mm-hmm. evidence is, is overwhelming. I don't want to do it. Or maybe they will go to trial. I don't know. Um, will they be let back into the United States? I don't know. Um, but I do want to touch on what you just, um, started talking about which is the the hard things and the difficult things and the culture and how the actions of the calgary flames and dylan dubay have significantly now harmed all of the efforts that have been made in men's mental health in professional sports but particularly in the nhl because for those of you who didn't see prior to the release of the uh report actually saying they were going to be asked to surrender Dylan Dubé was one of the ones who said something beforehand, like released a statement. Uh, The Flames announced on Twitter and on their social media that um, Dylan Dubé would be taking a leave of absence for mental health reasons. 
He's in the care of health professionals. We'll have no further comment at this time. Well, that was a load of horse shit. Um, or maybe it wasn't. I don't care. Um, because now we know where he actually is, and that's in Canada being fingerprinted by Canadian authorities. Lauren, thoughts off the bat on that one. So, it already pissed me off because I have worked with so many athletes while I was in college because I was a um, pretty big mental health advocate as someone who, you know, went through it myself um, and still goes through it. But (laughs) when I brought this up and talked about this on Twitter, I brought up the fact that this does nothing for mental health in general, not to mention men's mental health, which is so stigmatized already um, because, you know, um, and the, the main counterpoints to counter arguments to what I was saying was that he's probably facing mental health issues because of the trial. And I'm like, okay, Yo. he might be, he, he might I be, you know so. what, that, you know I what, you're, so, you're, you're right. He, he might be facing mental health issues, right? But that's not why he left his team. Nope. If he, like, he would have left his team probably significantly earlier if this was actually the case. He found out that he was going to be charged. He probably most likely forewarned. And he tried to get ahead of it. And he told his team that he needed to be away from mental health issues, regardless of whether the Flames organization knew or not. I don't know. Uh, Well, they came out and they said that they didn't know um, and that they just went off of what he told them. Whatever. Whether you believe that or not, that's up to you. Um, But it's just extremely frustrating on top of everything else that you're going to lie or, you know, yeah, lie about. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a, a mental health crisis and being in one, especially when your teammate, one of your teammates is coming back from like a two-year leave for mental health. Yeah. Um, that is a tough look uh, because came back on or the week <sighs> of January 22nd. Um, so obviously very close to everything that's going on. And um so someone took a leave because they needed to. You took a leave because you were going to get charged with sexual assault. I there there's a big difference there. Um and then and then <laughs> they were like, "Well, you have to think about him cuz he's human." And I was like, "What about the what about the human that he harmed?" Huh? Like I'm not they were like, "I'm not saying that we should care about him." And I was like, "But you kind of are." And I'm not, right. not going to sit here and feel bad for somebody who did something bad. Especially something like that. And something that, you know, you look to the left, you look to the right, you talk to people around you, and you see how many people who have been affected by stuff like this. Right. Like, I'm not going to feel bad for you at all. So, I don't no. know. It's just, it's just fucking stupid. And it pisses me off that he would even 
say this because you could literally just sit there and be like, I have like personal reasons, like every yeah. other motherfucker out there. And and I gotta say a lot, and I justifiably so, the flames are catching a lot of flack. And people are trying to defend it, and the flames even posted a statement claiming it. Um that they didn't know about this and this was just what Dylan Dubay told them that 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 he was had mental health reasons that's why he was leaving that's bullshit all that's bullshit they 100% first of all i don't care if he said it to them they fucking knew especially because we later heard reports uh more recently i think yesterday that at the very least philly knew about carter hart and everybody else in the league knew and they were trying to trade him and that's why they couldn't trade him was because everybody else in the league um fucking uh did not want him because they knew it was about to happen so the flames fucking knew and let's not, you pointed this out on Twitter that let's not forget the flame that the flames, the flyers took, um, two goalies in their last draft, despite not really needing one. Hmm. Yep. I wonder they have why. a quote unquote all-star goalie Carter Hart, uh, who actually isn't that good, um, right. <laughs> behind, behind Samuel Erickson, but, um, True. I just like, I don't understand how you know about this and you continue to employ these people and continue to play these people. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, I just don't understand it. Like, I I don't think my brain ever will be able to comprehend some shit like this. No, 100%. I mean, I think that that's the base level. Already I'm pissed that you continue to employ them. Basically, you were just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You knew it was going to happen. I don't know why you were sitting there pretending it wasn't going to happen. And then more importantly, you know, when you're the Flames or the Flyers at the beginning of the season trying to trade Carter Hart, but, you know, with the Flames at least, now you're trying to claim that you didn't know when there's clear evidence that you did know. I think you knew for a long time. Um, You are just creating this terrible PR disaster for yourself. I mean, beyond, like, morally you shouldn't do it, you look stupid. Like, this was dumb of you. If you didn't want to have to face the consequences of this, you had a very easy way to face less consequences. But now people are going to be pissed at you, rightfully so, for this other thing that you did, in addition to continuing to employ them. And I just think that when we are... I mean, I have a bigger gripe, too. Like, everyone knew. Everybody in the league knew. I don't know if every player knew exactly who the players were, so I can't fault them. But I fault, at the very least, all the brass of every team. I fault the NHL as a whole. I fault Gary Bettman. I fault everybody involved because they all clearly knew and they just hoped that they could shuffle it under the rug long enough that people wouldn't care about it when it did come out. Stupid. You're That's believing that your fan base does not give a shit about morality, which we do. Um, well, most of us do. We should. Um, it, it just, it blows my mind that it was ever allowed to get this far. Um, but it, it just is, is emblematic of how serious and how deep this issue runs of this boys club mentality, this, we're going to protect one another. We're, you know, not going to hold each other accountable uh, and we see it, you know, we don't just see it in the NHL. We see it all the time with just men in general who do this. Um, if you don't hold your peers accountable, 
or your employees accountable. Uh, for example, if you're the NHL or any of these teams, you're just adding to this systemic sexism and deep-rooted issues that are going to cause so much more harm going forward. And we saw all of them do it. Um, you know, I... It pisses me off. It makes me angry. Um, but at the end of the day, like, all I can do is be grateful that this really brave girl didn't stop fighting. And now, I mean, presumably she's a young woman. I, don't, I forget how old she was at the time. I think she was like 20. So she's now, you know, older than me. Um, and that she kept with it and she kept fighting it um, because a lot of people, you know, don't get that opportunity. So if you take anything away from this, take away that for as shitty and as terrible as these people are and these individuals involved, everybody who covered it up, how much they suck ass, there are really incredible, strong women who are doing everything they can to fight against the system. And she's one of them. And I am very grateful that she's doing this because while it is you know, for her and for her own justice. It is also justice for a lot of people who never got to see, you know, their perpetrators prosecuted or brought to justice. Um, so fuck those motherfuckers. They can rot. I don't give a shit. Um, I hope they're not let back into the United States. I hope they're not ever let on the NHL. They better not be let on the ice again under any circumstances. Um, but yeah, Lauren, any parting thoughts before we move on to other things? Um, no, 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 nothing. Yeah. No, so I, I, I'm, it's, it's going to be a very long, continuous, frustrating process. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long this is going to go on for, but every time it's going to get brought up, it's going to bring back all this shit that either yeah. happened to this person or happened to other victims who have to listen to it. So, right. 100%. Um, I'm just requesting everybody be mindful of everybody else. Think of each other when you're posting about this. Yeah. Um, and uh, <sighs> if you have any doubts in your mind about this case, which if you're listening to us, I don't think that you do. Um, but maybe, 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 maybe you do. Um, just think about, like, this happens to so many people. Like, sh this, this right. person isn't in an, like, it's not just an anonymous person. It's right. the girl that you sit next to in class or, like, your friend or maybe even your wife. I don't know. Right. It's, it, your it's, sister, it's, your daughter. It's anybody. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, shit like this isn't discriminatory. Like, right. If, if, if there's a monster out there, there's a monster out there. And that's it. But um, yeah. just be kind to everybody as they deal with this in their own way. Um, and yeah, yeah. That's it. I think I think you said it best yourself on your Twitter when you said that they won't see you. You know, the, these five terrible men won't see you advocating for their innocence until proven guilty but the people you know and love who have survived sexual violence and never saw their 
perpetrators brought to justice, they're going to see it and they're going to know that you're saying that and invalidating what happened. Um, so with that, go forward into the world with more kindness in your heart, stand up for the women in your life, be there for them, be there for anybody who has experienced any sort of trauma. Uh, don't be a dick. That's, that's my usual advice. Anyway, that, that advice goes everywhere. And that is advice you can take. It's not legal advice, but it's good advice. Um, at any rate, it is the all-star break, which means that it's a bit of a quiet time for news. Um, but some crazy things are happening. I know that we talked last week about the NHL trade deadline quite a bit, and now we had a pretty big move. Uh, Elias Lindholm, who we all anticipated would likely be traded, though he did say today to a reporter that he never had a problem staying in Calgary, and he would have signed an extension had they asked him to, but they didn't give him the opportunity. Elias Lindholm was traded to the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for a whole bunch of shit. The most significant piece is Andre uh, Kuzmenko, and then a bunch of picks, really. I honestly don't even know if there was another player in there. Um, Lauren, thoughts on that trade between the Flames and the Canucks? I wonder how much it would have taken him to stay. Like, they had to have known that they couldn't have paid him. Um, and also, the, the everybody, everybody's talking about who flees who. I don't know if I believe it's a like like a true fleece. Like I think they both both teams kind of got what they need. Like Vancouver, you know, they're making that final push. They want to get far in the playoffs, obviously. Um do I think they overpaid a little bit? Yes. I don't think that Lindholm is <laughs> as great of a player as everybody chalks him up to be. Uh, but he's still a good player. Um, and he still does, you know, fill a hole in Vancouver. Um, That's what she said. Hmm, I was trying to figure out a different word to say it. and I Vancouver? Just Vancouver? I hardly know her. <laughs> you should mute your mic. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, they fill a hole. He fills a hole in Vancouver. Yeah, he fills a hole in Vancouver. <laughs> you said it. Those were your exact words. Uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say now. I don't know what I was gonna say, but um. A hole has been filled. Oh, come on. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I, I mean, I was saying this to Lauren before we started recording that I think it does seem like a lot in exchange for Lindholm, who's had a lackluster, I mean, a pretty good season, but I think for him, kind of lackluster season. Then again, the Flames suck. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. That Did you see that I just sent you? <laughs> I just sent Lauren a tweet from Pete Blackburn's surprised. What Chaos show. And it's a tweet of them at the All-Star game. And they're doing a press conference with Michael Buble, who's one of the All-Star uh, celebrity captains. And he said he was on Mushrooms right now, um, which is hilarious. I wouldn't be uh, it's got to be legal in Canada, right? Who cares? Um, 
But I, uh, as I was saying that, you know, I think that the Canucks are kind of doing what we saw the Bruins do last year, where they're already a very good team. They're already in a position to compete for the Stanley Cup. They're just adding one or two pieces that they think can put them over the edge. Um, you know, we saw the Bruins do it last year with Tyler Bertuzzi, Garnet Hathaway, Dmitry Orlov. Um, and so I don't think either side really, I think the Flames needed the prospects. And I think that the Canucks wanted this one extra piece and Kuzmenko hasn't been, you know, otherworldly for them. So kind of a, a I think the Canucks are going to benefit the most from it in the immediate future, obviously, um, which is the plan, I think. So that was crazy. Everybody's freaking out. I'm glad. Be- then we can now we can finally end the Lindholm to Boston rumors where we would have had to give up an arm and a leg, uh, clearly, to get him. So beyond that, other news, a couple injuries to report on some very tough injuries because they impact the rookies. First one being Bedard is officially out for another eight weeks from like a week ago. So I guess presumably seven more weeks um, for his jaw, which he had surgery on. Sucks to see, obviously very young talent, right? Young. I can't believe I just referred to Connor Bedard as a young talent. Yeah. Okay. Grace, calm down. Um, and then, but the other news that's more uh, immediate happened just a couple days ago. Adam Fantilli suffered a laceration on his calf from a skate blade, which I'm, it's disgusting for me to think about. That sounds so painful. I could scream. Um, but he's going to be out for, I think they said eight weeks or six to eight weeks, um, which is also a terrible blow. Not that the Blue Jackets were going to win, but it's definitely a terrible blow to his Calder campaign. Um, hold on, I have to cough. So, unfortunate. I'm glad, I'm just glad that when it happened, he, it, he like came down. A lot of people were speculating it was like an Achilles rupture, which obviously would be significantly worse because in the video of it happening, it's actually hard to tell that you, you, it's hard to see the skate blade hit him. It was against the Kraken. It might've been McCann skate or somebody um, completely incidental. It's not like he did this on purpose, but like you can hardly see the skate hit it. So it was unclear at first, but you see immediately he knows something's wrong and he's going off running, which I think is a good thing. He clearly, you know, was like, okay, something bad just happened. I'm going to run off. And, and hopefully um, the fact that they did it so quickly, it would, it's better than, than it could have been. Um, Lauren, thoughts on now these two colder front runners being out for the foreseeable future? I mean, I think they're both maybe not for Bedard, who was pretty much his uh, his was extended. But I think with both of their injuries, they are kind of on the luckier side that it wasn't worse. Um, and you know what, the two of them have done so much already. Like, yes, it does put a little bit of a a pause on their campaign, but it also, I, I like the idea of, you know, you look at Bedard and even when he's not playing, everybody's talking about him. And then you have 
you know, some other guys who just entered the league and they're, and they're having a good rookie season and nobody's been talking about them, but maybe now they will. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think it would hurt Connor Bedard to have to take a little bit of time off of hockey for his <laughs> own sake. Um, and I think, obviously, these two players are going to be outrageously successful for the rest of their careers. They're incredible talents. Um, I would much rather see them take extra time now when both of their teams are out of the playoff race. It doesn't matter um, early on rather than see them, you know, try and come back and have lagging injuries later in their career, which we've seen happen a lot. So better now to do it and and heal up well. So I hope they do that. Um, but you're right. I think that it opens the door for a lot of other people in the colder conversation. Not that we're saying it's a good thing these injuries happen, just that it this is the impact inevitably. Um, and one that I wanted to talk about that everybody says, well, everybody, everybody in Minnesota who or who is a Minnesota fan says is not getting enough talk is Brock, Brock Faber, who is the cutest little guy, first of all. You see a picture of him when he's wearing his little glasses. And I've loved somebody tweeted that they want him to wear like those stuck to your face glasses, you know, the ones that like little kids wear in like little league and in youth sports. I would love that. For him to do that during a game, that would be awesome. Um, but admittedly, I saw, I went to, I don't know if we recorded since I went to um, the Canes playing the have. Wild. I don't think we have, but I went and saw the Canes play the Wild uh, in Raleigh um, with some of our friends from Twitter. And I got to admit, he's good. He's a really, really good player. Um, he looks good. I mean, he's got incredible skill with the puck as a defenseman. Um, and he plays long shifts. He's out there for a long time. Um, I, I do think he deserves more talk in the Calder conversation. Lauren, what are your thoughts? And that's the negative about having someone like, I feel like their draft class was so stacked. Like, and then you have, you have someone like Bedard who was lighting it up for a very long time. And obviously, you know, got, the deserved attention, um, right? Maybe, maybe more uh, than most people wanted him to have, but deserved. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so that's like kind of the negative. You can be a great player and still get overshadowed um, because of the media. But yeah, you're right. He is a very good talent, and you know, there's no, there's nothing like. I don't want to downplay the importance of winning the Calder, but it's not going to be the defining moment for the rest of their careers if they don't win. Uh, I don't yeah. want to sound like a participation trophy lady there, but it's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, but I mean, so it's tough to see these injuries, but I hope that in their absence, we're, we're, we're able to appreciate some of these other players who um, might be going more unnoticed. Luke Hughes being another one, although I think he gets a lot of attention, also rightfully so. Um, but another great defenseman, offensive-minded defenseman who has uh, a lot of potential. Um, before we get into our questions, um, there was something else on my list, but, but I also want to talk about something else. Well, okay, we can talk about this because it's stupid and I don't care. Uh, which is the Oilers' win streak. Shocker, I don't care about the Oilers. Um, you know, 
for those of you who haven't been paying attention to the Oilers, because why would you? Probably a lot of you. <laughs> Oilers, who started the season looking like the worst team I've ever seen in professional hockey, fired their head coach. Next thing you know, they are on a 17-game win streak looking to tie or beat the NHL record. Uh, win streak which is 17 wins. So they're at 16, I think, or they might've just hit 17, but regardless, they're either going to beat it or tie it potentially in their next game. Now, admittedly on paper, that looks pretty good. 17 wins in a row is a lot, especially when you're looking at what the team was at the beginning of the season. But now it has a lot of people really feeling like we doubted the Oilers. They're going to come out of nowhere. So, I don't know, Lauren, does this 16 or 17 game win streak, does it worry you? Does it concern you going forward about who might potentially come out of the West? No, I'm not. <laughs> if you look at it from a uh, a fan of any other team that is in the playoff race right now, I'm not scared of the Oilers. Uh, I hope that doesn't come back to bite me later. Uh, it could. Yeah, right. But- <laughs> Put, take a sound bit now bookmark it whatever you gotta do well. um, it I'll, own, I'll own up to it um i think i think we've seen such a crazy turnaround like the first few or the first you know 20 games or so god their goalies were so bad <laughs> like Stuart skinner could not stop a beach ball um, I'm happy to see that he turned around because you know that man has the sickest stash ever. He does. Um, he he and B's memes. You know how it is. Yeah, him. Yeah, B's memes. Um, but I don't know. I I I feel like in situations like this, it was very much uh, very Bruinsy of me. This is what I was thinking last year. Um, but. You can always, like, go on, like, no, I don't want to say that. You can go on this win streak, right? And, yeah, 16, 17 games, it's a lot. That's a shit ton of games, uh, clearly, because yep. it got them, you know, back into a, a playoff spot. But what happens when you lose a game? Like, can you come back and start winning again? Or do you We We know this better than slump? anybody. We yeah. know this better yeah. than anybody. That Trust. It's not necessarily about about how many wins you have. It's about how you deal with adversity. And if you don't have to face any adversity, you're not going to be prepared for it in the playoffs. And admittedly, you know, the beginning of the season, we saw what happened. They yeah. did face adversity. Um, do I think... You know, I, I saw a tweet about it. I think it's true. I think we're either going to see the Canucks or the Oilers come out of the West, and that sucks because I don't like either of those teams. Um, but I do think it will probably happen. Admittedly, now the Oilers look really good. If they can keep this up, what you know what we're gonna get out of this? What? Don't we're say we're gonna get a fucking Mighty Ducks movie. Oh, Mighty Ducks esque movie yeah. out of this. It's yeah. gonna be they they fucking go on this. Who's, who's gonna play? Who's gonna play stuff. Connor McDavid? Oh God! Who's who's the most bland actor you know? Come uh, on, poor guy. <laughs> no, he's actually been showing a little bit more personality. Especially, I think he's did growing. You see, 
did you see like the video of him like interacting with kids like he was at some event with kids and he was like oh, yeah, super expressive yeah. talking about oh and everybody was like saying like maybe he just hates adults maybe he just likes to hang no, out with these kids no, because uh he's been interviewed by kids a few times and yeah. he always is like like normal in those interviews right, way more and... expressive yeah yeah um it, I'm, but i've still i'm still standing by my my original belief and i have to give credit i'm pretty sure it was my ex-boyfriend hunter who said this originally which is that all the best players connor bedard connor mcdavid um jack hughes austin matthews all the best players were so busy being good at hockey growing up that they never learned social skills <laughs> that is my running theory um but i uh yeah and so look i I, am I, if I'm a team in the West, if I'm a team in the West right now, yeah, I'm scared of the Oilers. I'm a team in the East. I trust that if it's my team or any other team, by the time you would end up meeting these people in the playoffs, this team, you will be prepared for it. You're, you'll yeah. be peaking at the right time. So whether I hope it's the Bruins, I do hope it's the Bruins, but whether it's the Bruins or somebody else, um, I'm not concerned about that. You're right. In the West, I'm a little bit nervous because now they're a, they're a scarier first round, second round matchup than they might have seemed earlier. Um, but I'll also throw out there that I do have the Oilers winning the cup this year when we made these guesses. I did say that. Um, yeah, I, uh, same. it's looking better than it's looking better than the Devils winning the Stanley Cup there, Miss Lawrence. And they let me down. I I don't blame myself. I blame them. They suck. Hmm. Uh, maybe they should have played better. Maybe they should have played them better. off. Yeah, I did actually. I have a lot of money. I paid off the New Jersey Devils, the entire organization. I'm pretty sure they're owned by MSG. I I paid them <laughs> off. The richest, one of the richest organizations in the country. Yeah. Um, we were reading this case today. This isn't. This has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. I just think it's funny. Reading this case today about this guy, who he was on trial for uh, allegedly. Uh, it was fraud. He had done these shady business dealings in which money basically didn't transfer hands at all uh, in order to sink this yacht that he had commissioned to be built and then get the insurance money for the yacht. And the whole case, the whole reason we study the case is to determine if we should let in this other evidence that ha- of prior acts that this, that, that happened. Those prior acts are him commissioning the construction of three other yachts which also sank and uh were one of them uh was stolen i think regardless um you steal a yacht i don't know and also <laughs> but the point is he tells this hilarious story for the for the explanation for how this yacht that the one in question actually sunk and it was that the they're off the coast of italy um and the you know what? i'm just gonna literally read it to you because it i, I can't describe it just listen to this and you tell me if this because then everybody in my class is like this is a seasoned criminal he's done it three times first of all he got caught all of the times second of all this was the story that he offered for <clears throat> why the boat sank other than him actually just sinking the boat because what he actually did is like cut holes in it until it sank um which is pretty funny on its own but uh it, he, they had made this plan to tell this story that he, uh, his co-conspirator, uh, and this other guy had been in Naples looking for a captain. A man named Captain Libovich, who resembled Robert Redford and claimed to be a former, former Russian submarine captain, 
heard of their search and offered his services, along with those of two of his crewmen. The six men took the yacht out from Naples for what was ostensibly to be a test drive. The captain and his men each brought aboard two large duffel bags. After several hours at sea, the captain and his crewmen overpowered the others and forced them into the cabin of the yacht. The captain and crew then set about cutting holes in the yacht so that it would sink. Somewhere near dawn, a black speedboat pulled up next to the yacht. Libovich and his men unloaded their six bags onto the boat, jumped aboard, and sped off. They didn't take any money. They just cut holes in the boat to sink it. Um, which is, uh, anyway, I don't know why I just thought of that, but that's a really funny story that we were just reading about today, and I, it's one of the few cases that is not terrible and grisly, and I just think it's hilarious that this was the plan. What a weird story to choose to make up. Anyway, he did it, um, so... I don't care. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, the Oilers. <laughs> we about the Oilers. Know. There was some nexus in my brain that led me to that, but I hope you all enjoyed that story. Great story, I think. But uh, regardless, the Oilers, I'm not that scared. Um, that said, why don't we take a look at the standings as they exist currently um, at the All-Star break, which obviously is a very like a, a common time frame talked about. So first I'll just say that overall in the entire NHL at the top are the Bruins and the Canucks. Awesome. I almost said the S word, but nice. You love to see it. Slay. Thank you for doing that for me. Um, So uh, in the East, in the Atlantic, currently it's the Bruins, Panthers, Lightning. In the Metro, it's the Rangers, Hurricanes, Flyers. Although the Flyers are on a five-game losing streak. Um, and the wild cards are pretty uh, locked in as the Leafs and the Red Wings. Who, to be fair, have 58 points to the Flyers 56. But obviously they're in the Atlantic and not the Metro, so it doesn't matter. But just an interesting tidbit that it it takes significantly more to get in in the Atlantic. Um, the Lightning are at 59, so the Leafs and the Red Wings are close behind them. In the West, in the Central, it's the Avs, the Stars, and then the Jets. In the Pacific, it's the Canucks, Knights, Oilers, and the Wild Cards would go to the Kings and the Blues. Although the Predators Ew. are very close as well. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. But, I mean, the gap in the Central between third and the Wild Card is nine points. Oh, no, it's 11 points. Good math, Grace. It's 11 points, which is even worse. Um, so it's a pretty big, pretty confident that the teams in the Central are going to be the Avs, Stars, and Jets, barring yep. something ridiculous happening. Um, and while it's a little bit closer in the Pacific with the Kings at 56 in the fourth spot in the Pacific and the Oilers at 59, odds are it's going to be some combination of those four teams with the Kings or whoever comes in fourth in the Pacific coming in or getting in uh, as a wild card. Um, so Lauren, what are your initial thoughts hearing that at the all-star break? We're not far away at all from the playoffs. Thoughts, surprises. What do you think? Yeah. Astute. I'm really glad that we have this podcast where we go, bleh. Yeah. It was actually more of an yeah. eh, not, not yeah. like a bleh. Not a bleh. Yeah, it was an <laughs> eh. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, 
I guess Philly's pretty surprising. Um, I didn't expect them to actually have any team chemistry considering how they started this year. Uh, Toronto, uh, as much as I don't want them to do well, they're kind of pissing me off because I'm pretty sure I had them higher too. Um, yeah. In, yeah, yeah, fuck the Devils, by the way. Um, yeah, fuck <laughs> the Devils. Uh, Buffalo, they're on a, you know, they send Levi down every other week and then um, UPL plays great and then they ride him and then he sucks a game and then they put in Levi again and then they put in Comrie and then it's just like, what? well, okay, well, none of them are going to get better by this, but okay. Um, and then, I don't know, who else are we talking about? Seattle, they've been... You know, they haven't been horrible. Um, they're kind of riding the 500, but a lot of teams are. Um, I'm just... <laughs> I can't believe the Sharks aren't in last place. But whatever. <laughs> I think, like, good for the Sharks. I'm happy for them. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not terribly surprised about Philly. Yeah, kind of caught me by surprise. But honestly, more or less, these are the teams that I kind of anticipated. Uh, being where they are. I also didn't think the Canucks would have this sort of success, but they have. Um, I'm oh, interested yeah. to see how it shakes out. Um, uh, all in all, I think we have pretty even teams. Uh, it's not quite like last year for me where everybody was like, it's the Bruins, it's the Bruins. You know, they're unbeatable. Well, that sucked. Um, you know, we're not really going into it with that as much. Although I hope we do it to the Oilers. Go ahead. Let's <laughs> let's talk about them. Um see him get knocked out in the first round by the fucking blues. Uh but yeah, so that's where we're at with the standings. Obviously we don't have hockey for another almost a week now. From when we're recording, we're recording on Thursday, February first. Um So when you guys listen <laughs> Grace Yon, it'll be a little bit closer. It'll be um, the day of. Oh, really? Yeah. Hockey's back Hockey on Monday. back on that Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in Rangers and then Islanders and Maple Leafs. That was so beautiful. Have you thought about going on America's Got Talent? Have you thought about going on America's Biggest Bitch competition? Uh, No, because I'd lose to you. <laughs> oh! Ah! Okay. Um... <laughs> Actually, you want to know what that made me think about that my brother actually brought up the other day? Um, what? I, I don't know why in spe- specifically it brought this up, but um, we were talking about... So my brother, I mentioned, I think the last podcast, he used to be a big Bruins fan. He's not. He doesn't really watch that much hockey anymore. Um, but we went to a playoff game together with one of his friends. I was probably like... 15 something like that and we were walking uh we had just gotten chipotle Catoba, one of those places um is this really important story (laughs) yeah yeah it is okay we're walking to the garden and i said to my brother i was like oh where do you want to go next because we still had some time before the game and this guy from an alleyway screams well, you guys could go to hell. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. I, that is hilarious. And I was like, well, <laughs> if I have to. Um, That's hilarious. I'm going to start using that yeah. when my friends ask where we're going next. I'm going to say, well, you could go to hell. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. At any rate, Lord. Um, right now, what's happening is the all-star, like, it was the draft for the all-star game and the, like, red carpet. Lauren wants to do some talking about outfits. I think we got to start with our mans, the one and only David Pasternak. I'm very much looking forward to Sarah Sibian's style rankings next week in which she hopefully will include some of these fits. Um, David Pasternak was wearing a suit that I can only describe as the way people on Twitter have described it which is the man in the yellow hat from Curious George. That said, it looks amazing. He rocks it. Lauren, what are your thoughts? Slay. That's kind of said better myself. Hey, that, that's what I'm myself. saying. You really couldn't have. You literally could not have. I, I literally couldn't um, have unless I wanted to pay a dollar. You literally could not have. Um... Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't quite know what to expect from him, but um he delivered. I knew it was going to be good. So, oh my god, wait. <laughs> Have you seen this picture? Yeah, of Tim <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that existed. There's a stupid picture of Tim Thomas at the All-Star game for those of you who haven't seen it. He's literally in fucking jeans holding a hockey stick, pretending like he's making a glove save. That just sent me. Okay. Um <laughs> People were freaking out about Jeremy Swayman's fit. He's got a silver chain on, all black. All black everything. I'll never rap again, I promise. Um, I think he looks good. He looks great. Lauren has had a lot of thoughts on Twitter and on her private account about the goalies today. <laughs> a lot of thoughts have been happening. Can you describe some of those thoughts for us, Lauren? Um, I can't believe Swayman went so late i felt so bad for him they just walked over to him he was the only one left sitting on his bench and they were like like well, uh they were was trying to like, sell himself no 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 just on his bench like they were oh, like right because darlene and pasta um yeah so <laughs> they're like trying to get him to sell himself to the next team and he doesn't get picked for like another like i don't know Maybe like five or six turns, something like that. It might have been longer, but it, it kind of—I <laughs> felt bad. And then I—I kind of came to the conclusion that like goalies would be the last picked in gym class. It just makes so much sense to me. I don't know why. Um, the weirdness just works out, I guess. Um, but then fucking uh. Who was it? Um, McDavid picked Bobrovsky, and I'm like, disgusting. The fuck? First of all, who even let this guy in? <laughs> Come on, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fine shouldn't be in the All Star game. They're second but, in the Atlantic, uh, but, but Georgiev's there too, so I can't really say much. Yeah, and then he you were saying so how cute, cute he was. Yeah, chill he out, okay? So cute. Okay, he sucks though. He's not that good. Man. 
okay, but he's adorable. You don't, you don't have to be good. Like you just can be cute. Um, that's that's a new rule actually to get into the All Star game that you don't have to be good. You just have to be cute. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll pick next year. Lauren that's, will be uh, the one who picks them all. That, that will be my thing. <laughs> uh, who would I pick? Uh, <laughs> Did you? I I sent this to Lauren. I don't know if y'all were seeing it. It was going around about like. The one I saw m- both of them, but one that I sent to Lauren that I wanted to do is how many shots it would take you to get with all the different NHL goalies and the PWHL goalies. Um, but I also saw one going around for the captains, and so I did that mm-hmm. one. I like did them all, and like, let me think. I did. Uh, who was a good one? Like for Barkov, I said two, two shots, cutie pie. And then McDavid, I said he's too pretty like a princess. It would feel wrong. Suzuki, I said I'm not answering because I'm pretty sure he's 15. I think he's older than me. Um, Yossi, negative five. <laughs> Someone under one of my pictures a very long time ago, I do not see it because obviously, um, said that I looked like Suzuki. And I was like, that feels weird. I don't know why they would say that. <laughs> I, I am... You are a white girl. I am girl. a white girl. <laughs> Nick Suzuki is a half Japanese man. So, um, yeah, that's weird. So I um, I don't think that's very true. That's hilarious, um, actually. I think it's literally just the dark hair and dark eyebrows. Like that has got to. Yeah. Be- Wait a second. You kind of do. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't <gasps> be upset about that. He's a pretty boy. He is pretty. He's a pretty. I know. I like him. Um, the one I gave the most to, the the one that would take the most was Quinn Hughes, because I've just never understood that. Six. Oh, that would that would take me like one for confidence. No. Oh, and then Stall. I said I'm not touching that man ever, even if you threaten to peel off my skin like a banana. Um. Well, yeah, that's. I feel like that's pretty. You know, universal. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, at any rate, but if you guys haven't seen that. I'm still waiting on Lauren to send me hers for the goalies. Give me some right now. Okay. We'll do it right now. Okay. All right, guys. I'm going to say a goalie. And, uh, all right. Let's go. Let's go Jeremy Swayman. Mm. Uh, a green tee shot, specifically. So, Only nothing. one. Basically yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, how about UPL? Oh, I take two. I think he's adorable. I love him. Um, Ottinger. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go one and a half. Okay. Confidence. Alex Lyon. <laughs> You're giving me like everybody who I'm in love I with am. right now. Uh, okay. I feel like he'd be kind of weird, like extra weird. So I'm going to go four. He is weird. He's just a weird guy. Yeah. And I love him for that. I feel like I need to match the level. And so for that, I feel like I would take a few shots. Yeah. Uh, How about Marc-Andre Fleury? Five. Wow. Really? He's cute. Um, Oh, he's adorable. He's just older. (laughs) He's just what? Just older. Okay, He's well... He's been in the NHL since I was born. That's true. He was still wearing eyeliner, you know? 
okay you give me you give me eyeliner flurry um I'll yeah go like two <laughs> well yeah very very few <laughs> all right how about sorrows oh my god nothing i i i i love him i would do anything for him the ad when he's he's just sitting and he goes no pox no pox or no goals no goals i'm no like goals. yeah i love all right. you all right settle down um shesterkin Mm, it's gonna be like a hot eight and a half for me. Jesus, sorry. that's a you get. You're gonna, dude, you're gonna be dead. Um, I've about, taken seventeen shots before. That's a lot to unpack. Uh, Jordan and then I played a, I played a hockey game the next day versus Providence College. I got a shutout. My coach told me I played the best game I've ever played in my entire life, and that I should do what I did last night more often. Okay, well, no, Jordan Bennington. Um, 22 and a half Al- alcohol poisoning yes. absolutely you you couldn't you couldn't get me in the same room as that man yeah like i i, I, I if he walked into the room i would have to walk into the next one yeah all right we how couldn't about, be seen together how about joseph wall he's such a little baby um, I love him so much. Uh, one for confidence. Darcy Kemper. Oh wait, wait, wait! One for confidence. Uh, and a white claw before. Uh, because he's a maple leaf. True. All right. Um, Darcy Kemper. That's a good looking dude. Darcy Kemper's a good looking dude. Uh, I'm gonna take three. Three? Yeah. Three. Well, for some of these people, like you gotta look at like I don't know, I'm I'm judging them on their goalie skills too, you know. Well, I think Lauren's crazy. Darcy Kemper's perfect. Um, Lauren, were there any other outfits that you wanted to talk about at the All Star Game? Everybody's freaking out about Swayman. I mean, I I listen, which I mean, don't, he looks don't, good. Don't kill me. Don't kill me I, for this. Okay, he looks good, but let's let's calm but down a little bit. He's, he's He's wearing a black suit. Yeah. Or black yeah. Yeah, attire. Right. Like, Look, he looks good. He looks, he looks good. good. Right, but that's, that's because Jeremy Swimman could wear anything and look good. He's a good looking guy. But, you know, I think I think that he should have worn <gasps> what Poss is wearing. I think they should have twinned. Why, they, why that would have been like a slightly different color, like a blue, you know, yeah. slightly different. And I said blue, which is an entirely different slightly color. Different. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like another primary color that's entirely different um but uh, people were also freaking out austin matthews looked ugly as always um <laughs> he's wearing mitch a Mar- what oh mitch marner for the first time didn't look mitch awful marner didn't wear a hat but wore what i think was a weird jacket it's like a sherpa honestly it looks a lot like this jacket which i wear He's making small strides. He's learning how to dress himself for the first time. Yeah. Not wearing a hat. Nylander didn't impress. Just normal looking clothes. Uh, who somebody, anyways. One of them wore the all-star jersey, which I think is funny as hell. Like, didn't wear a nice thing. Just wore the all-star jersey. It might have been Elias like Pedersen. I would do that. That's just funny. 
Like, they didn't even try. They just showed up in the all I I like to believe that they thought that's what they were supposed to do. And he didn't know that he was supposed to wear something else. And so he just showed up, like, accidentally wearing it. Look at fucking <laughs> Quinn Hughes and Buble. I don't get the Quinn Hughes thing. I think he's kind of ugly. I Oh, I think he's so cute. He's so adorable. He's a little sad boy. I love my men sad. I've said that I was before. Say, I don't. I don't. I don't like my men sad. I don't think. I do. I'm sad enough. I'm sad enough for the both of us. I don't. I don't need that. Ooh. Um. Uh. The rink was sold out for Battle of Bay Street against Toronto oh, yeah. and Mon- Montreal and Toronto on February sixteenth. Eighteen thousand fans attending. Plus, sorry, I just saw that. It just popped up on my thing. Um, That's crazy, but... Well, let's talk about the PWHL. Lauren. Let's talk about it. You want to pull up some standings for us? Yeah. Oh, let me pull up that god-awful website. My eyes are really itchy right now. You should not itch them. Professional, not professional advice. I could kill you, you know. Okay. That's okay. That's fine by <laughs> me, you know? It is. it is what it is. Um, I'm going to see if I have any eye drops. Are those bad for you? No. I. What kind of eye drops do you got? Like, are they just... Are they for, like, dry eye? Because that's not going to help you. Yeah, just for, like, dry eye. Why wouldn't that help me? Because your eyes are itchy. Yeah, maybe they're itchy because they, they're dry. Are they dry? I don't know. How would I know if they're dry? You would feel it. They just feel itchy. You could try it. I mean, it's not going to hurt. It's just going to lubricate your eye. I, I just thought I vaguely remembered seeing some somewhere in my desk. Dude, I just got more. They just shipped me more. The um, They're trying to get us to, like, every, every major, like, eye company is trying to get us like to love them immediately so we sell their products uh so they're giving us all this free shit like all the time oh like, you guys look at screens right so the pwhl standings <laughs> so far yep. um at number one we have pwhl minnesota why did i see pwhl oh my god they're wins Overtime wins, shootout wins, overtime losses. I hate this. Just tell me how many games they've won, lost, and tied. Um, I'll go by points. Uh, PWHL Minnesota. They've all played. So they've all played eight games besides for Boston and Ottawa because of that cancellation, and then they're just behind. Um, so Minnesota is tied with Montreal uh, with fifteen points. Then Boston is behind the two of them with 10 points. Ottawa, and then Ottawa, New York have nine points. And then Toronto is at the back end of the pack with eight points. Um, Yeah. um, Thoughts? It's honestly very similar to what we had, uh, what was it, two weeks ago whenever we recorded last time. It hasn't really shaken up too much. Uh, we can look at the stats leaders too. 
Uh, so Alex Carpenter leads in points with nine. Grace Zumwinkle. Yeah! She, has, <laughs> she leads with six goals. Uh, but uh, Marie Poulin is right behind her with, well, tied with six goals. Um, we have Alina Mueller. She had Boston. Uh, she has seven assists. She leads the league. Um, and uh, truly, she popped up and she leads uh, with a 0.62 save percentage. Pretty sick. Um, quite an athlete there. Uh, she's played two games so far. Who has been your favorite player to watch so far? Um, you know, it kind of pains me to say this because she's on New York, but Alex Carpenter, she's just like, she's obviously a great playmaker and she's, I feel like she's one of the, I don't want to say more dedicated players, but you know how like some players, they just look like they're playing for a big game all the time. And I feel like that's kind of how she plays. She took on her role in New York pretty well. And obviously she's kind of, kind of pretty much carrying that team on her back. Um, So watching her has been pretty cool uh, considering I also watched her play in college. She's, you know, it's hard to pick one, but if there was one standout so far this season, it would have to be Alex Carpenter. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, she's pretty insane. Um, not I bad. Would, uh, not a bad player. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I would like to see more from Hillary Knight. Uh, I was expecting a little True. bit more from her this so far, but you know, it's still everybody still has their uh, training wheels on. Uh, but yeah, so. Those are our stats leaders for the PWHL and our standings leaders. And they've been, uh, you know, doing their thing. And it's been a good season so far. I can't wait to see what they can do with the full season with names, with, you know, branding. And uh, when, you know, because I, I can't I can't believe that, at least in my knowledge, that Boston is going to, Stick around, stick around, Lowell too for too long. Um, hopefully they can figure something else out because Lowell is kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Um, great rank, love that rank, but it was a last minute decision for them. Uh, a lot of people don't actually don't know that um, because when they started the league, it they had like I don't know, maybe three or four months to pick out a place to play at. So Lowell's a pretty good. Uh, compromise when you think of how many events that they hold and how many games they have uh because i know even high schools um their playoffs before before they get to play at the garden for at least uh basketball and hockey they play at songus arena so um they they have a pretty book schedule so it's not exactly easy to get ice time around here yeah so i'm interested to see what will happen Oh, I will say we also had a question from Marie about the PWHL. She said, why do you think some of the PWHL goalies haven't changed their helmets yet? 
I know some of them have, which makes me confused why all of them haven't. I presume she means those who played in like the PHF and were still wearing their PHF masks. Um, so my delusional brain likes to think that uh, they're paying homage to the yeah. uh, PHF. Um, I know a lot of them had uh, masks that like symbolized their nationality, such and such other things. Um, but I also do know that a lot of them did just recently get their masks in. Um, helmets are kind of weird because you don't have to break them in, but it's still it's still an adjustment that you have to make. So, like when I when I switched helmets mid season, it was like extremely weird, especially since mine was pretty out of date. Um, and that's why I was getting a lot of concussions, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that the quick turnaround has been, has affected them getting their helmets, um, especially if they, you know, obviously they want them nicely made and it's hard to get stuff, uh, personalized, especially if you want it like, um, right. Airbrushed or whatever. I, I never did that because it did take a long time uh, to get it back and you need to have a backup helmet, all this shit. So um, I'm, I'm assuming that it's mostly because of the issues actually getting the stuff done or getting it back. But um, I like to think that they're honoring their former teams. Yeah. I And I did like it. I know that a couple of them have since changed their mask. Um, I don't know if it was a personal thing or if their league, if their teams were like, change your fucking mask. Or the league was <laughs> like, change your fucking mask. I wouldn't Sorry, doubt it. I'll just, but... I'll just turn people in my nose. Um, but let's go into some other questions we got. Uh, one... From Jim, our friend on Twitter, asking first, how many holes does a straw have? I actually saw a TikTok about this, and I have my opinion. What's your opinion? Oh, God. Infinity? No, that's not an option. It's one or two. Don't don't, <laughs> don't pull that shit. <laughs> one or two? That's like my entire occupation. Is it better? Get one? The fuck, yeah. Well, two. then you better fuck. One don't don't give me two. that infinity shit. That's um, like, have you seen that, that like, John Mulaney bit where it's like, that's the kid at the sleepover who's like, it's tomorrow now when it gets back <laughs> in the night. Shut the fuck up. Well, it's still today. Um, but... I'm going to go with one, because it's one endless straw. I agree that it's one. Because, like, if you think about it, if you cut just, like, an infinitely tiny sliver, it would be just the circle with the one hole, you know? Well, it's, it's one hole, but it has two openings. Correct, I agree. Yes, two openings, but one hole. One but hole. then again, don't yeah. most most holes have two openings? There's a lot of innuendos happening right now, and I'm letting them all go. And I hope you're all very proud of me about this. I'm doing a phenomenal <laughs> job. One hole. It's one hole. Anyway, yeah, one hole. Um, 
uh, Jim also asked, I think this was in response, this was from a, uh, like a week ago, because it was, I had tweeted about how I think that more men should paint their nails because it's hot. And then he said, colors to avoid painting our nails as men. I think any color looks great. Lauren? Um, I hate the color orange. Mm, I don't think, yeah, that's, but my thing is I don't think anybody should wear orange, you know, orange nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't either, but I hate the color orange. Yeah, like, for me, there's no eyes. difference between men and women nails, like what color you can do, but there are some colors I just think nobody should do. Yellow, you got to do it right, you know, can't be like, I don't want to see mustard nails. I don't want to see neon. I don't like neon. You don't like neon? I don't hate neon. Like, neon green can sometimes look good. Mm. Doesn't do it for you? No. Mm -mm. Not for me. Well, yeah, so any color, just not orange, apparently, and not neon. Um, another question more recently that, that Jim asked, uh, is coffee ice cream a breakfast ice cream? Does it have caffeine in it? Yes, it does. I remember because my grandma always used to get coffee buzz buzz at, uh, Ben and Jerry's when we would go and she would always get very hyper and hands would be Mm -hmm. shaky. Um, so I know that, that it does have caffeine in it. I I I work at a friendlies. uh, We know. (laughs) That's some Ice older cream lore, is anytime. That's some older lore. Some of our newer listeners won't know. Oh, they don't know Dead from the Neck Up. They don't know Dead from the Neck Up. For those of you who want to, go back and, li- and listen to the episode. I think it's called From the Neck Up. <laughs> Lauren tells some lore about working at Friendly's. That was one of our first few episodes. Um, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, I, but I just think no ice cream is a breakfast. I mean, I think anything can be a breakfast if you really want it to be, but, like, actually, I just think no ice cream is breakfast. Um, Jim also asked, biggest perceived need for the bees ahead of the trade deadline? Lauren, I think we've said a couple times nothing. Do you still stand by that? Could they get something? Yes. Do they need something that I'm willing to give someone up for? No. Right. That's my bigger thing is I don't think there's anything that, well, it might be helpful to have certain things or certain pieces. I don't think that anything would be a net win to get those pieces. I think we would still come out at a net loss because we're losing prospects. We're losing players who have been good for us. And how many more prospects do we have to lose? Like, let's be honest. We've lost so many. Not a lot. Um... Yeah, I did see some rumors swirling that Johnny Beecher could be on the chopping block. I'll riot. I'll throw a fucking fit. I'll lose my fucking mind. No, thank you. You next. You will see Grace's rage if we lose our singular Go Blue representative. Um, next. Nope. Not gonna happen. That said, uh, Sh- Shockmane, another one of our friends on Twitter, that's their username. Um, he asked about, can you do the, the Booba and Kiki effect for all 32 NHL teams, one team per week? I think we should do this, actually. Oh. And I think he wanted us specifically to do the Penguins, which I feel comfortable doing. Lauren, if you want to pull up the roster. <sighs> Why are you complaining? Oh, you want to do players? Yeah, obviously. Or you want to do, like, team... I thought you were going to no, do, like, No, there's no teams... Vibe. Okay, you're clearly not getting the Kiki Booba thing because a team doesn't have... 
Kiki Booba. That's it's a person thing. Like all like objects don't have Kiki and Booba. Wait, they don't? No, girl. Wait, so what? <laughs> it's you're still not getting it. <laughs> it's people. It's Kiki and Booba people. I think I give Kiki. Like just what do I the give? way I look. When you start talking, Kiki. When you start running your fucking mouth, when you start yapping. Because <laughs> I consider Kiki like sharp. Like you're like, you know. Okay, let's let's get down to business. I'll just throw some out there. You know, Sidney Crosby. Oh, I think he's Booba. Yeah. I'm with you. You gotta, you gotta go next. Go ahead. Um, Malkin, Kiki. I could go either way. I could go either way. I think I'm with Booba. He, he has. I don't know. Gensel, Kiki. Next. Yeah. Gensel is Kiki. Um, I forgot forgot that they had Riley Smith. Yeah, I did. I do sometimes forget that too. Forget about him, my friend. Um, I feel like he's Kiki. He is Kiki. I think he is. Eric Carlson, I think, is also Kiki. Oh, Kiki for sure. Yeah. Um, Latang. <laughs> Booba. I, I think Booba. Yeah. Yeah. Jari. Booba, I think. Probably Booba. I think uh, I think goalies goalies tend to be Booba for me. Okay, then what the fuck am I? You're an enigma. <laughs> no, I think I, I think you're Kiki, honestly. I do. I don't, I don't know. know. You guys should chime to... off. You guys should chime off what you think we are <laughs> for Kiki or Booba. Yeah, let me know. And uh, also, someone send me the definition of both of these words because I thought I had it and I don't. It's a feeling, okay? It's you see it and you know it. God. (sighs) Okay, we're moving on. We'll do a different team next week. Let us know what team you want us to do. Um, Andrew Detmer on Twitter, who is a wonderful person, uh, he reached out to me because he's an attorney. And so he was talking to me about me looking for a job which was incredibly kind. Um, and he said, when do we march on the Flames HQ to draw and quarter every single person involved in the statement regarding Dylan du- Dubay? Um, I hope they all get fired. Lauren, do you think there's any chance that happens? No. No. I, I'm not even confident that Dylan Dubay is going to get fired. So obviously, yeah. I'm not going to think any of the people who were involved in the statement are going to be fired. They suck. I mean, we could go tomorrow if you really want to. I'll do it. How far away? Actually, Calgary's pretty far, isn't it? Yeah, Calgary's far as fuck. It's like in the middle of the fucking country. <laughs> um, uh, wonderful um, from our friend, uh, whose username is Marseille Palacios27, said that um, uh, she was looking for... Uh, advice and tips 
because she's planning her first trip to the U.S., which is awesome. And she wants to visit TD Garden and attend her first hockey game. So she asked about what the best section there is on a budget, and do we have any tips for an unforgettable experience? If I, on a budget, I mean it's the it's TD Garden, so it's they're all pretty expensive, but I think there's some good balcony seats. I've never heard any complaints. I, I'm going to be honest right now. I've never sat in the balcony at a Bruins game. I've never heard any complaints. Yeah. I'm a poor, I'm a poor bitch. Uh, okay, I, I sit in the balcony. I've only, I've only been uh, to like three <laughs> games. Let's all chill out a little bit. I've been to four games and they were all very special occasions. Everybody chill out. I'm not rich. I, I, I I'm my, both of my parents are teachers. Let's settle down. And I'm a fucking law student. I've been going to school for six years now. And paying out the ass. Two public institutions in states I don't live in. Damn, that touched a nerve, huh? Um, <laughs> God, you're... There, there, there isn't a bad strong seat. words. I highly suggest uh, looking at... Um, you're not sponsored, but looking at something like TickPick. They have been pretty good for me. Um, there are no feed tickets. Uh, obviously, it's a little more expensive for the ticket itself, but... Usually it still looks better um, than Ticketmaster, and uh, all my friends hate Ticketmaster. Um, and also, if you are wondering about your seats, there's this cool thing online. It's like the TD Garden Seat Finder, and you can uh, like see what your seat's going to look like. Um, it's not every seat. I think it's like row three, row seven, row yeah, something. Yeah, it gives you like the But you can get area. a close enough... Uh, approximation to where you'll be sitting what your view will look like there's no like obstructed seats um unless you're sitting behind someone who is 20 feet tall so like like if grace is in front of you you're not gonna see anything um but you know what that's fine you can make the tall jokes i love being tall I know you do. I, I, well, I, I, people believed I, that I was 6'4 when I said that earlier. I was completely kidding. I, for reference, I saw I'm that. People believed it. it. I, Somebody I, did say really funny. They said, they said you're 6'4. You're trying to work in the wrong type of court. That's funny. <laughs> um, I'm not 6'4. I wish. that'd be Actually, I don't think I wish that. That's pretty tall for anybody, but especially for a woman. Do we figure out how tall you are with your, uh, your boots on? That's a good question, actually. Let me... Where are they? Oh, okay. Because I bet we can. It's gotta be easy. I'll just look at them. Alright. I mean... I'd say another four inches. I think. Yeah. You know, because I know Probably. it has the platform, but it's still this mm-hmm. length. Or this height. It's probably like four inches. Yeah. Maybe four. the guys will know. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys want to take a look at it. <laughs> uh, we'll post a picture and the men can let us know. <laughs> yeah, so that would that would put me at six feet, which I do think I am when I'm in the shoes. I think I'm probably six feet. Um, you look pretty tall next to me in that picture. So I looked tall next to all uh, when we were with Catherine and Alessandra. <laughs> it was funny because you On January all, 6th. On January 6th, you're all very short. Um, and I am not. But that's that. What were we talking about prior to the hiking? Going to yes, TD Garden, Garden, right? If you're behind me, blah, 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 blah. I would say ways to have the best experience: go early, get there early, 
Um, I'm pretty sure the doors open usually either an hour and a half or two hours before the game actually starts. Um, and if you want to like go and be down against the glass, so you're close to the players, um, you if you go early and you ask somebody there like where to go to get down to the glass for warmups, warmups usually start. You say like 45 minutes before, but if you get down there early, like right when the doors open, um, you'll be like front row and then you just leave when it's time to go back to your seat. Um, any other advice? Not really. I feel like, I feel like the TD garden is pretty like manageable <laughs> as far as like going there for your first time. Yeah. Uh, it's not like hard to find your seats or anything. So there's people everywhere, so. One thing that really pisses me off about um, PNC Arena, which is where the Canes play, their rows are not numbers, they're letters. They're letters. That really pisses me off. It That's how really Providence is. Me. I don't know why I hate it so much. I just think it's stupid. Like, why would you not do numbers? Providence does, it goes up to A, and then it goes like AA, BB. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a no from me, that. dog. It's annoying. Um, like I, I, I thought I was sitting in one place, and I was like, wait. <laughs> um, I will say also that it, for Jordan's next question, and I'll just read it. Um, she asked about because recently the Athletic did a poll of players and asked who has the most, who do you most want to punch in the NHL, who has the most punchable face. Um, I'll just read you what the results were. Uh, because they are pretty funny. Um, Nick Cousins, far and away, was the top at 28.5% of responses of 147 votes. Um, Other, which had some pretty normal, some weird players in there, like um, Lafreniere. I don't know who wants to punch him. Just weird and random. Um, Trent Frederick, Tim Strutzla, like just some weird names that I'm like, who's wanting to punch these people? Um, I guess the Trent Frederick one makes sense. Darnell Nurse, who wants to punch Darnell Nurse that bad? <laughs> All right, but anyway, those are the other. So other makes up sixteen point three three percent, with fourteen point nine seven percent. Our man Brad Marchand. Um, and then pretty sharp drop off to Matthew Kachuk at 7.48%. And then a variety of smaller numbers, but the next ones, Bunting, Connor Garland, Garnett Hathaway, and Brady Kachuk. Um, and then some other funny ones, Jeff Skinner being on there with 2.04%. Tom Wilson only has 1.36%. Um, Kevin Fiala, I don't really get that one either. <laughs> Um, but at any rate, um, Jordan asked us, oh, first Lauren, were there any surprise? Was was that surprising for you? Any of those? No, (laughs) no. I mean, the the guys who are like on the lower, you know, they're like 1%, like 2%, like uh, honestly, for some of the, the ones who was like in the other, I was like, I would probably pick my teammate and be like, ha, ha, I was going to say just for the bit. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like somebody who they did, who like one thing happened in one game and yeah. they've like held on to it forever. Oh, yeah. Um, but Jordan asked us, which I think is a great question. 
Um, if you woke up and played in the NHL, who are the top five players you would seek out to fight? I feel like I could name a couple of Lawrence, but uh, Lauren, let's go back and forth. Give me yours. One of yours. I mean, I, Doesn't I have- can't believe he wasn't involved, but uh, Bennington, obviously. Obviously, that's, that's, that's what I was going to say for Obviously. You. Immediately. Uh, immediately. Uh, I- yeah, no questions asked. I'm I'm gonna stray away from what I think are the obvious answers of like people who have been like domestic abusers. Like I obviously would want to fight those people. I'm gonna steer clear of those. But obviously those would be the top of my list. Uh and my first one. Oh, should I steer away from the homophobes? Because I was gonna say Rhymer. I'll steer away from the homophobes, but assume Rhymer, the stalls, Provorov. But strictly just the player. Um I would like to fight Matthew Kachuk. And I think I could take him. He's not that tall. That's what I'm saying about Bennington. Like, he just, I just need oh, to hide the water bottles. Yeah, for real. And he'll have nothing. Um, who else do I want to fight? I feel like I have a list in my mind, but I'm trying not to be too obvious. Um, I would fight, I would fight Sidney Crosby. Really? Yes. Well, I'll I'll keep in theme here. I'd fight Eric Carlson. Okay. Um. Who else do I have beef with? Oh, um, Lomberg. I'd fight him. He was on the list. Mm-hmm. Who else do I want to fight? Oh, I, I'm gonna get hate if I say this one. I'm gonna Who? say it anyway. Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh, I want to take him. I would I too. Take him. I could fight yeah. him. I'd do that um, in a heartbeat. Can I say Orlov then? Because I wasn't his <laughs> yeah. biggest fan. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll do that too. Only one I wouldn't fight is Garnett Hathaway. A because he'd kick my ass, and B because I actually like him. Um, yeah. he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um. All right. I need two more here. Oh God. You know. I really want to fight Timo Meyer. I, I don't have an explanation why? for it. He just bothers me. He bothers me. I don't know why. But he I just would. pisses you off? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like handsome Shrek. Okay. That's not why. That's just a side note. All right, one more. Or do you need two more? I don't even know where I am right now. Give me two more. Um... Trying to think of people I don't like I, besides the obvious ones. Like they're all. I feel like we'd all fight. I don't know. Do you have another one? While I think. <laughs> oh, I have one. Go. <laughs> Pat Maroon. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and him have beef. Yeah, that's real. Um. Nathan McKinnon. I am just not a Nathan McKinnon fan. I don't think I could take him. I think he'd win, but I want to fight him. I want to try. God. All right, we'll do one more. Who else do I hate? You gotta have. How about we gotta choose one person? Who on the Bruins would you most like to fight? Oh. Yeah, you gotta. Um. Not necessarily the person you like the least, but just who you would fight. I'm gonna go with. Because I feel like I could take him brown. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I could kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. I I would fight Mason Lowrise strictly because of the OSU thing. That's it. <laughs> I'd he could wear his OSU stuff. I'd I'd show up in my Michigan stuff. I think I could take him. He's tall, but he's lanky. He's a lanky kid. I think I think I could win that fight. Um but thank you, Jordan. We love you. We do. Um, the last question we had. Do you think that uh, Don and Cam lock up Frederick before his contract runs out, or do we have to get into a bidding war for him in 2025? Or t- I guess later in 2024. This is from oh, Beth. I think, he, I think he's going to be a hot commodity. I, I think agree. There's going to be a lot of people knocking on the door. Do you think that Don and Don and Cam will pay up for him? I th- I think they will, um, and I think that him and Swayman will see mm. a contract extension. You gotta you gotta lock up Swayman. Sorry, I have a cough drop in my yeah, mouth. That's I, why I sound weird. You gotta lock up Swayman. I don't see a world where they don't. Um, if even yeah. if they don't, I will renounce my my fanship, and then get called a bandwagon by uh, a dude who owns. Puck bunnies on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um so real. Uh thanks. But yeah, I agree. I think that the season Trent Frederick's been having is gonna make him valuable. I bet already he's getting interest like at the trade deadline. I bet people are asking about him. I don't think we're gonna part with him, but I have no doubt that people are asking about him. Um, but he's been having a great season. I hope we lock him up long-term. Obviously, I think he's found his stride. Um, he, we've seen him be able to adjust to so many different lines. All these players. Thanks, Monty. We've seen adjust to so many different lines, uh, and they've all done it very well. And he especially, I think has done it really well, especially, you know, switching from either wing to the center position is, is very versatile and and teams would want that um with that those are all of our questions yeah and if you, there's you, no news after this we kind of then just kidding, we're <laughs> sorry that we said there was an announcement and there's not there will probably be one very soon maybe next week but <laughs> that with that that's everything lauren do you have any parting thoughts parting words for our beautiful listeners who listen with their beautiful ears i don't know If you have been on a computer today, if you're listening to us while you're, I don't know, working or on your phone or anything, um, this is your friendliest reminder. We just got another question. (laughs) Oh, we did? We can answer it. Yeah, all right. Now you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny question, too. All right, but. Uh, do you want to finish your sentence? Because what the fuck are you going to say? Um, yeah. Uh, I've been building up to it because I wanted to, you know, add some add some suspense. Um, please, please blink. And <laughs> also, please do not sleep with your contacts in. Please. Please, please, please. If you do one thing for me, it's take your contacts out at the end of the night. Unless you have the ones that you can sleep in and you take out in the morning and you have perfect vision mm. all day. 
Yeah. Okay. I know somebody who okay. had those. Cool. All right. That was weird. So the last question we got was, uh, they didn't give their <laughs> name, but they said, what was harder to get over, your worst heartbreak or 2019 game seven? Wow. You I've know, only um, broke up with people, and I've never had my heart broken, uh, except by <laughs> hockey teams. So um, true. I mean, yeah, I, do, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever actually loved who I dated, but that's another topic for another. Ooh, day. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, uh, I maintain that collectively, being a sports fan has hurt me more than any man ever could necessarily 2019 game seven it hurt a lot it hurt a lot i don't know maybe yeah. maybe maybe that maybe yeah. that it was uh 2019 for me that was a tough tough year yeah. all around that was really what with that year. those are all of our questions you heard lauren's weird eye thing please i'm not gonna blink. give you any advice um this is don't not medical blink. advice. That's, this that's is my advice. advice. Don't blink. I don't think you guys blink. should blink. Please blink. <laughs> God, um, blink. Or else when you're my patient in the next, I don't know, how many, ever many years it takes me to finish this goddamn degree, I will be very upset. <laughs>